Welcome to Conscious Culture, a podcast on the evolving future of work. I'm Sarah Hawley. And I'm Ren Matheson. Each week we bring you in on the conversations we're having about culture, business consciousness and heart-led leadership. And on what's going on for each of us as leaders growing our companies side by side. Ren is the CEO of Grow My Team. Sarah is the CEO of Grow Motely. And And this this is is our world. world. Ren, sister, how are you? Great, Sarah. How are you? Really good. Really excited about this. Um, so yeah, I think we should catch our my listeners up, my listeners, which are now our listeners, um, mm. because we're taking the podcast in a different direction. Uh, haven't recorded for a little while. I've been busy giving birth and <laughs> becoming a mom and <laughs> settling into all of that. Um, and during that period of time off, I kind of really felt into taking this podcast in a different direction. And I am super excited to welcome you as my co-host now of the show. Mm-hmm. So it's now our podcast. <laughs> um, and I think what would be great to do for this first episode together is to actually catch everyone up on our journey um, and fill in the gaps of why you're even co-hosting, why you're even here with me. Um, I've had you as a mm-hmm. guest on the show before, which was a really great episode. Um, but yeah, here we are now co-hosting the show because over the last six months, we've made some pretty big transitions. Um, for those who don't know, Ren was working with Grow My Team, one of my companies. So there's two businesses, Grow My Team and Grow Motely. And essentially, Ren, you've been working, you were working as a growth consultant and have now stepped into the role of CEO. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll, we'll go into detail on that, but that's the, the high level. That's the cliff notes of where we're at. And, and that really came about because I felt the need to step more into Grow Motely fully as CEO. And we'll we'll dive into those details as well. Um, and so now we're kind of, we've found ourselves in this beautiful position where we're knowledge sharing and brainstorming together as leaders of our individual companies. Um, but those two companies are very intertwined and you and I are obviously very um, similar, very connected, think about things in really similar ways. Um, and so, yeah, I really felt called to shift the direction of the, of the podcast and kind of turn it more into a bit of a behind the scenes, a little bit of a reality mm. show, <laughs> um, a little bit of a, I don't know. Well, let's just see. We're going to go on, a, an, on an adventure, on a journey with this and see where it lands. But um, just really felt called to kind of open up the conversations that we have regularly, sometimes actual conversations, oftentimes long exchanges of voice notes um, to other people so that they can follow the journey of Grow My Team and the journey of Grow Motely and the journey of us as leaders doing this kind of um, together but individually. So, yeah, welcome. Yay. You did that well. It was great for freestyle. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really, really excited to just see how this whole thing goes and kind of approach the whole thing as a bit of a freestyle move, Mm. I think, because I really just felt called to it. I just wasn't, um, I was just finding it hard to like find the right guests. And it just, I just didn't quite feel like I'd gotten in my flow. However, I knew that this podcast, this idea of conscious culture and conscious leadership and what we're doing in our companies is certainly something of interest to people, but finding the right guests was proving difficult. And then I realized that the conversations that you and I are having all the time are like so interesting and I learned so much from them. So yeah. 
Um, well, let's rewind a little bit and let's hear a bit from you about your journey, perhaps um, starting with Grow My Team. I mean, we met in Cambodia in on the Project mm. Gen Z trip in um, October of 2019. Is that right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So pre-COVID and then you joined the team kind of, uh, when did you join? Around mid last year or a bit earlier than that, May or something, was it? It was April. Yeah, April. I just celebrated 12 months. Okay. Side note, I'm like the worst at that. I never remember. No, you're not. You just had a baby. No, that's just an excuse for right now. You can now use it forever. Now you can. You can always use baby kids. Love it. Love it. Um, So yeah, just let's hear your your side of the Mm. journey so far. Well, little did I realize that meeting you in October 2019 would completely transform my life the way that it has. Uh, I think that we can both agree that when we met, there was an instant connection. There was this resonance of spirit. Um, Mm -hmm. I identified immediately that you're an incredibly conscious, intelligent, amazing woman. I feel you felt the same way about me. (laughs) Um, And so it was, it was just a really, it was an easy gel. It was an easy vibe. Um, and it was for a few months after that that we'd sort of stayed in touch, but then also that another team member had joined, who's our, our wellness and performance coach, um, Lisa, who came on and she started harassing me and was like, I really think that you're going to like it. Like, come and see what this is all about. And I'm glad, like, there was a lot of fear in me. There was some resistance because I was like, oh, no, I know that I was in a transitional phase, but I, d- I didn't quite know what to expect and what I wanted to do. But ultimately, as soon as I get the call, I just jumped in. We connected again. I found out about the role of the growth consultant and it seemed fitting at that time to really be able to engage with clients, talk to them in, in terms of their, their business strategy and their growth and what that looked like for them and how we could optimise both their team's engagement and their own as a leader as well. So it was perfect considering everything that I'd done in the past in terms of leadership and business myself. Uh, and it wasn't too long after joining that I... I'd really found that Grow My Team was an absolute safe place for me to land and to also spread my wings and and figure out what next for me. Um, And that was also, that was because of your leadership, but also because of the team. The culture that you created, that we had created, um, was so phenomenal. And the only thing that I can kind of liken it to is if anyone's familiar with community, if you join a tribe, if you have like your people, and it's just so safe. You can be open, you can be vulnerable, you can be free to be so raw and exposed. And I think that's how we get to that optimal spaces of growth for ourselves. And we feel like we can push. And even if we are challenged, it's healthy challenge. It's healthy growth. Um, and so that's obviously then, you know, the route that I took because I'm a growth addict. And you and I started these conversations around what it was going to look like when you're birthing remotely, as well as birthing your baby boy, Luca, which can we just say a big congrats? Yeah, He's an absolute sweetheart. Um, and we started having these conversations. And I mean, yeah, that's that's a whole story now. Oh, look at him. <laughs> it's so and if cute. I'm looking on the video, I'm just showing a photo of him on screen. He's so. <laughs> <laughs> cute. Um and then I think the only part the part of the story that I'd like to go to now it was just when I had a bit of a moment last year where I needed to take a, a break um, and you were phenomenal in honoring that process for me. And you know, when when I was going into this this breather, I was switching off from work, switching off from life life for a week to really reassess and see where I was at. 
And you'd said to me, before you go in to do this, just put everything at the door, leave everything behind. Like absolutely you have permission to forget about work, forget about about everything. And all I could think about when I took that break was work, but it was because I'd recognized just how aligned I felt to the company, to the people. And it was, it was fueling this, this deep desire in me and this deep sense of, of wanting to move with a greater purpose and to work with people that were aligned and to work with conscious people that wanted to make a difference in this world. So it was all I could think about. And I remember voice noting you at one point, just thinking, I've just had this moment where I almost felt like I was starting to be initiated into the business, like fully into the actual conscious entity itself. And it was like I had to decide, okay, if this ship was sinking and I was the only one that could drive it and save it, would I do that? And I was I, I was shocked myself even into saying I absolutely would. And it was quite surprising because I'd only ever felt that before in my own businesses but to feel so aligned and so deeply connected to the cause and the purpose of Grow My Team and then sit there and basically declare to myself and the universe or and your, you that I would be willing to do that and that, you know, I was all in. It was pretty amazing. It's a really special company and team because I feel like everyone kind of has that energy as well. Like I've seen it mm. one-on-one from individuals over the time really step up and just be like show if based on whatever situation there's been many many of them which I'm sure we'll revisit through our conversations but where you know we've really needed to dig deep we've really needed to uh, look within to make changes or whatever it might be it's required a level of really showing up and people have had the opportunity I think in those moments to really look and say is this the right place for me and I as the Mm. leader now handed over to you over the years have witnessed um, individual team members just really show up with so much commitment and it just I knew that it was bigger than me I knew that it was bigger than all of us and that we were all super committed to that journey and to the organization so it's it Mm. is a really amazing team as you've as you've pointed out, and I'm loving watching you guys thrive. So was, when you went on that trip, remind me, had we already talked about you stepping in as CEO at that point or not? We touched on it, but not massively. And I think I was kind of running, you were kind of running going, oh, I don't know. Um, but we, we touched on it briefly. Yeah. And it, it definitely stimulated some deeper thought in me, but it wasn't until I'd gotten back and there'd been some major shifts for both of us at that point. Yeah, right. So I think that's Mm. interesting for people because I think this part of our journey was really fascinating for both of us. Um, And I mean, originally what came up for me, I think it might've been, I don't know. I mean, remotely, I was finishing the capital raise to start developing the technology was in March last year. And at that point, um, the biz- the platform was going to be part of Grow My Team. I didn't think it was its mm. own business or brand. And as I kind of went on the journey around probably middle-ish of the year or something, I started feeling like, oh, like really this is its own brand, its own entity, its own conscious being essentially. And it's not actually going to thrive if it's like underneath or like just a part of Grow My Team, I started feeling it really needs to come out and and sit on its own. And I I think you and I are similar in that way where we sense um, energy and like the company is its own energy center, energy source, its own mm. um, conscious 
subconscious entity, so to speak. I know you even have a name for, for Grow My Team that's not Grow My Team. It has another name for the energy. She sure does. <laughs> we'll go into that one. Um, but yeah, I started sensing like this is its own thing. And then obviously I had that in a, in a conflict where I was like, I'm like all in and all committed to this. And I've stripped when I stepped in to grow my team in 2019, I went on this journey of like stripping away all my other commitments. Cause I was like, I'm all in on this. And so I was really conflicted of like, well, how do I, now I'm about to create two entities again. And I meant to be only doing one thing and only focused on one thing. And at that time I, I started really feeling into the fact that, you know, you had naturally stepped into a very strong leadership position within the business. And I think this is so interesting because leadership is, not a title, you know, that's management mm. potentially. That's, and and some people might even have the title of leader, but are they actually a leader? And what I have seen and witnessed over the years is leadership can come from anywhere. And it's really through who you are and how you show up, earning that position that people want to be a part of what you're doing. They want to listen to you. They want to follow mm. you, so to speak. Um, or be seen by you or be heard by you and they respect you and they're interested in who you are and what you're, what you're saying and what you're showing up and, and how you're showing up. Sorry. And I really saw that you very quickly stepped into a leadership kind of position within the team at Grow My Team. And yeah, it was, so it was probably around this time that I was seeing, okay, Grow Motley has to come out and be on its own and then I realized like, that's my calling is to this thing. Like I have never felt so just alive and passionate and called to bring something to life and called to step up in a really big way myself. This is a multi-billion dollar opportunity I know. And it's not specifically about the money, but money as energy is representative of what mm-hmm. something can be. And that's sort of how I feel about it. And it's just a whole different ball game from what I had been doing in entrepreneurship over the last 10 years. So I felt very much like, wow, this is where I'm being pulled. I still am obsessed and in love with Grow My Team. What do I do? But then I started feeling like you were the person to potentially lead it. So I kind of raised that. And then as you say, we both like, we sort of talked about it a little bit, exchanged some voice notes. It was very like, let's feel into this. Let's not push it. Let's see how we go. And then I know for myself, I just ran away from it. I just went back with my head in the sand of like, I can do both things. I can manage both things and just kind of stopped talking about it. And that was not super conscious. Like I didn't realize I kind of, I think, I think I kept thinking, I've got to go back to that conversation, but next week, next week, next week or whatever. And then it wasn't until a couple of months had passed that Joe, my husband was like, Hey, like, aren't you meant to be working on handing over Grow My Team? And what, where are you at with that? And like, are you and Rain, have you talked about it more? Is that the direction you're going? What are you going to do? Thanks, Joe. Damn it. He's calling me out on my like subconscious avoidance here. Um, and so then we, we kind of started talking about it more seriously, which I think was when you got back from that trip. Does that, mm. is that about mm. right based on your recollection? Yeah. And I think I, I came to you and said, I think I'm avoiding this and let's talk about it more. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. And well. then there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, but I absolutely was at that point as well. If I really, if I reflect back on it and it's sort of going back to the point you're making in terms of leadership, even what I'd had to recognize, it was that 
this was a different position of leadership than I'd ever sat with before. And like I'd said, it wasn't my own businesses. It was nothing that I was really, that I'd birthed essentially. So I was concerned with, could I be all in and fully committed to something that I had seen myself birth? Um, and I sort of likened it to, well, I'm, a, I'm, I'm adopting a child, you know, like I need to learn it. I need to learn all about it. I need to understand its bumps and bruises. And um, when I was reflecting on my leadership, I was ultimately, and this was very, very subconscious, but I was kind of running away from that. And I was, you know, because I see it as in terms of being a leader, I think we all are to some degree. For, we're, it's a person of influence, right? If we have influence over anybody, which each of us do, may just be one person but we all have influence and I was questioning even like what will my influence be like because I know I knew how committed everyone else on that team was and that's where I had to really test myself in those moments to go are you just as committed can you do that too and yeah as soon as that that sort of decision was made in terms of my energetic exchanges with the business and how we were, how I was going to show up as a leader it was a lot easier to then have those conversations with you Mm-hmm. and start to build out a plan in terms of the transition. Yeah, I think it was so beautiful for us both to be very present with our kind of what we needed to overcome. For mm-hmm. me, I was to to stay across both is that's a past pattern of mine where I will kind of almost like hedge my bets slash give myself a reason why I'm not as successful as I could be because I'm so busy juggling so many things Mm. and like wearing this badge of like, wow, look how amazing I am because I do so much. But like, really, I could probably like really explore something deeply. Um, What am I really made of in this area if I was more focused and disciplined? And that has been a journey that I've been on, as I said, for a couple of years. And I found myself again, like, oh, here I am, like kind of subconsciously creating like this diversion for myself. Mm. And so I had to really see, well, what was I afraid of? And realize that, you know, I'm I was afraid of like everything that I'm trying to do with Grow Motely. It's so big. It's, uh, I'm taking on investment. I'm, you know, I've got this team of people that I built. And, you know, at that time, I think I'd just hired my CTO who's older than me and has like 30 years experience in technology. And just like, I'm entering this world that I don't, I haven't been in before and I don't Mm. know about and all my fears and self-doubts and imposter syndrome and all of that was coming up. Things that I hadn't felt so viscerally for like since my, the start of my entrepreneurship, I I live at a growth edge, but I was like way over the growth edge. (laughs) Um, Mm. And I felt myself just like doing, going into these old behaviors to kind of avoid really stepping forward. So I mean, I think it was really cool for us to both grow through that, our own individual process that ended up being some kind of a mirror for each other and to be able to navigate it so consciously, which was, and so openly. And then I guess we started talking more seriously about it. And this is something that I'm also really proud of. One of my past patterns is like dumping stuff on people. So I get so overwhelmed and burnt out that I just get to a point where I'm like, I can't do this anymore. And like, here you go, you can just do it. And I almost like, you know, promote someone into some form of management slash leadership position when they're not necessarily ready or even engaged in it. And then it doesn't go very well because I haven't done a good handover. Um, I'm burnt out. And so I'm not even like there to kind of coach or mentor them the way that I should. And I've never even checked in with them if it's truly something they want to do. 
And so I'm proud of myself <laughs> because we really explored this before we did it. Um, both, you know, as we just went through exploring our fears and things, but once we did decide to do it, we took our time because there, there was still a couple of months and then we decided it was going to be January. I think that we did the handover January of 2021 and mm. then we built like a transition plan with flexibility and fluidity in there to see how we would go. Um, so, yeah, I'm just really, I'm proud of both of us because I feel like so solid in the decision that we made and the path that we're on. Mm. Me too. And yes, I can affirm that you have actually grown out of that. <laughs> that pattern has been broken. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was actually looking at that timeline because I hadn't really thought about it. We said it and then we've just sort of gone to tending to do the things and it's been so organic as well that mm-hmm. we're right on the money with it all. It's actually feeling so good. Because mm. we kind of said, well, we'll use the first quarter. Um, we kind of said it would be like a potentially year-long transition but front-loaded and we Mm. used the birth of Luca to kind of anchor around I suppose and so we said that first quarter would be like a lot of the hand-holding and more Mm. um all like shadowing and things like that and you know we but we were organic because I think we had a point where we were like I was going to still run the team the weekly team meetings and then Mm. we realized like this is just dumb because I'm not the leader (laughs) So it was like the second week that I turned up. I'm like, um, I'm not exactly sure what's going on anymore. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that doesn't make sense. Because yeah, we move so quickly as well. But yeah. I kind of want to backtrack to some of that because I feel like we we had the intentions of starting to record. Even back then we were like, all right, well, should we do this now? And it's just so happened that we started um, post-birth of baby Luca. But even in those oh, yeah, moments when you were preparing... Sorry, you're talking about, we talked about recording some of the transition Mm. as part of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I'm just, I'm thinking back on some of it now and getting a bit nostalgic, but how I remember coming to you with a shitload of problems and I was like, here they all are. And I just chucked them at you. And I was like waiting and we, we started to sort of fix them together. And I think it was, it was really close to your due date as well. And then you were like, I've got to go into a meeting and I'll call you back soon. And I was like, okay, great. Cause I was like, all right, Sarah's my savior. I've got this. And then I sat there and I was like, what the hell are you doing? Like you're the CEO now. What are you doing? You can't go to her with all of the problems. You've got to come with solutions and we can explore these. And it was like another little step of me, like filling those shoes a little bit more and a little bit more each time. But that was a big moment for me to go, okay, no more problems, just solutions, unless they're the big ones that we really do have to explore together. Um, That was a time where I had to, yeah, I had to put the shoes on. Mm, I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like there's been, it's been a series of those things where we've, and we've talked about it together, like, oh, wait, is this another opportunity for us to hand over more, for for Mm. me to step back more, for you to step forward more? Because... I think anyone who has sort of gone on this journey of handing anything over, you know, whether you're just training someone new into a role that you used to do or or whether it is starting to lead a company or hand over your baby to someone else, it's like we also have a tendency to hold on to things um, because it validates us. It validates who we are, our need, the fact that we're needed, sorry. Um, You know, like it would 
be very, very satisfying to my ego, of course, to be like, oh, look, they still need me. Like I'm still very important and mm-hmm. I'll save the day on these things. And I mean, I used to do that dance often <laughs> years ago, <laughs> the whole like, oh my God, like I have to, of course I have to come in and save all of this. But really it was just validating me. Um, and to get to a place where I'm like, no, I don't need that nor want that. And, mm. but also not just dump it on you to kind of find that right balance between I think you've actually got this this time Mm. and for you to be doing that exact same work at the same time and being like, oh, I think I've actually got this. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. really cool. Yeah, that has, it's been a really beautiful process because in those moments where it's just another little shift in that transition, a little bit more of me sort of stepping in, you have met it with, ultimate grace you truly have in terms of you know realizing where maybe your own resistance lies as well as then going okay I'm going to honor your process right now and yes you do have this I've felt completely supported the entire time and you know to essentially take complete ownership over this now where you know I don't really feel like I need to come to you with anything it's just it's it's actually a joy to come to you with stuff now and like you know I don't feel like I'm being burdensome at all because that was the worry that I had too because I want to take all the load away quickly um but it just wasn't realistic to think that you can straight up especially because I was learning so many different aspects of the business then and and looking at it with a completely different and through a completely different lens yeah and I really commend you for that because it's very obvious to me your energy and influence in the business. It's really beautiful. Um, one of the things that you did that I would love us to probably do a whole episode on, cause I think it was so amazing was to go and meet one-on-one with everyone in the team and really understand who they were. And you found out things about them that I didn't even know. I've been working <laughs> with some of them for years and I'm like, had no idea that that was their actual skill set or their area of study or something they're really passionate about. And you've like made some little tweaks and changes to the way the, the people's roles are, the way that the things that they're responsible for and the way that they're working. And it's like, you guys are just flourishing. And it was already mm. like a great team. Everyone was already engaged as we were talking about, and you've just taken it to a whole new level. And then seeing where you're taking the brand and the transitions that you guys are making with um, the services that you're doing into really stepping into being that conscious culture partner for small to medium growing businesses who are progressive in their thoughts, who want to invest in their teams and their culture and kind of want to do business in a more conscious capitalism type way or whatever we want to call it. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just so beautiful. And I feel like you, like the journey, it was like I needed to get out and needed to release some of the old, like I was still dragging with me some of the old, like we're a recruitment company, we're, Um, you know, we source talent that's less expensive in other parts of the world. And, you know, it was, it was hard for me to let go of some of that stuff and fully step into what was next. Whereas you've just come in and just cleaned house and it's so incredible to witness. (laughs) (laughs) That's been fun. Slightly challenging, but fun. Thank you. It feels like that's what the company is. We were Mm. just like burdened by some, some stuff that we weren't, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think I'm going to use something that was actually in a um, team topic and in the reflection pieces over the past couple of weeks. It's in terms of transition and growth. And we've been using the analogy of the snake. So the snake sheds its skin 
and that's all sitting there. But for a certain amount of time, the snake hasn't formed new skin yet. So it's basically this naked, raw, exposed, completely vulnerable snake until it starts to form that. And at times it'll often try and go back into its old skin. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially what we will do both as individuals like, and as well as as a collective in terms of a company is that so then sometimes we revert back to what we once knew in terms of how to service clients because that's familiar, that's safe. You know, it's it, use that same language because we knew that it worked before, but it's not going to see us through in terms of if we really want to develop something new and fresh and revised, mm-hmm. we have to go in and, and and allow that time to be completely exposed. And I think that's where we needed that and the transition between you and I taking like, you know, you stepping away and me stepping in, I felt completely clean and exposed to it anyway. So that's where I was sort of um, guided to go and dig even deeper and get to understand the wounds and all of the little micro transitions that the business had had prior and, and every individual had had to truly understand why we're at this big space at the moment and because everyone was feeling it within the team that we were so exposed and fresh and raw going what next and I was like oh crap okay we're gonna gonna start getting this skin together (laughs) great oh yeah I love that I love that analogy and I feel like it is just a constant process in business like especially if you're growth oriented Mm -hmm. and you have a vision and you're always moving toward that vision and the natural process is we need to evolve we need to shed some skin and start again and that just happens over and over again um you mentioned about you coming in fresh and then the old wounds and the old things and I think that was Mm. such a cool thing you went cool experience you had you can tell Mm -hmm. the story and you really sensed the energy and the old the cords the old energetic cords and everything that the business was carrying I thought this was Mm. so incredible um and insightful so can you tell us about that Mm, I can um so a common practice that I do have is is meditation retreats I love sitting in ceremony and connecting better with myself and also with collective energy um and I kind of knew in the build-up to this one I'd already been playing with the energy um of grow my team and trying to understand little pieces of it because like I'd said in October last year, I was really feeling this initiation and it was very much energetic. Um, But I still, I hadn't even really heard the actual story from you in terms of how it all really started. I knew the one that we would share, but not the, the sort of the micro details. And so when I was sitting in this particular ceremony, I was met with the energy of Grow My Team, which I've now named Greta. Greta has the most profound wisdom and I'm sure we'll go more into the way she speaks to me and and what she says. But um, when it had come through, it really started to show me all of the wounds. I could feel the energy. It was ultimately like a Reiki session, if anyone's ever had one, where you can feel stagnated energy, there's blockages, um, it was pain or it was fear that was coming up and it ultimately started to feel like mine. And I had been experiencing that for the weeks leading up because I was becoming very sensitive and very attuned to everything that the team was going through. And because, you know, we weren't, I wasn't only just going off my own intuitive responses, but I was also really looking at the data and you taught me how to sort of really navigate around that and to be able to craft the right solutions and answers based on both. Um, So at this ceremony, yes, it was very much a complete energetic initiation and binding of 
uh, the company energy as well as mine and how I can allow some of these blockages or past traumas um, of like, you know, different leaders within the organization or however it may have been that I could then be able to clear them so they were no longer a part of our slate. Mm -hmm. So it was no longer anything that was going to cause any disruption because there are sometimes the unknown aspects where we're like, why it doesn't make any sense that this is happening. Say there's a, a block in the, the abundance or the, the engagement with clients, whatever it may be, there may be no other real logical reason. So you have to then dig into what is the energy saying like and how it's like what we we experience in our DNA is that there is like a, an entire lineage and you know, ancestry of trauma that's experienced within that. It's the same within a business. Um and, you know, when I was adopting Grow My Team, sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, but when I was adopting Grow My Team, I was essentially looking at it as, okay, I'm adopting a child. Let's look at it the same way. Um, and I reference a lot, by the way, to everyone that's listening, a lot in terms of parenthood, motherhood especially, and then what how that translates into leadership and how I run businesses. But um, let's look at it as if it was a child. I need to know everything about her. I need to understand why she is the way she is, what sort of trauma she'd endured, all of those bumps and bruises, like I said previously, so that I could truly know how to nurture her the best way, communicate with her and help her heal and also then allow her to engage. And ultimately with the bigger goal too is to figure out you and I together and the teams collectively, but how does Grow Motley and Grow My Team as two sisters, how do they play on the playground together? What does that look like? Mm -hmm. I love Mm -hmm. it. It's so amazing. It was so insightful for me because, you know, it's been quite a number of years that I've really engaged with the idea that my companies are not myself and they are a conscious entity outside of myself. I mean, I've talked about it before. The League of Extraordinary Women was probably the first time I really experienced that. And that was back in 2011 or something. But I I very much knew that kind of had come through us, but it was not us. It was like a whole, it had a life of its own, that that saying that we use, it, it's, it's real. Like it really felt like it had its own energy. It was in the world and there was nothing we could do about it anymore. Like we just had to be with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've long since felt that, but I'd never really connected dots the way you did on that kind of the energy that a, an organization would carry. Mm. Um, and looked at it in that way of like past wounding or past traumas. And the fact that Every person within the company, even partner, like business partners, clients you might work with, um, customers, what like everyone is contributing to the energy of that mm. organization. And so, if 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 any of that is strong enough and leaves enough of an impact, it's going to energetically continue to flow through. Um, that was such a profound realization. It made a lot of sense, and I think at the time. It, it opened up space for me to do my own cord cutting ceremony with Grow My Team and and I did that and it was kind of, it was really beautiful because I had the opportunity to sit with it all and think about, well, like, because uh, often cord cutting, it sounds like, you know, I'm, I'm cutting it out of my life, it's over and it, it, it was sort of not like that. It was like, well, I was finding my new way to mm-hmm. energetically relate with the business And I was cutting the cord of me being the leader and I was cutting the cord of that energy that I had brought from the past that I was like this thread that was, that I was probably pulling all the way through from the very beginning. And Mm then in this, in this ceremony meditation, I was just in my garden under the sun and it was beautiful. In this meditation, I saw 
that energetic ball of the company that I see, which is kind of this pinkish, purplish, fuchsia-ish kind of thing. And I saw myself just step back from it. I, I let it go. I, I, I gave it to all of you and I stepped back and I just watched it. And I watched, mm. I saw myself just witnessing it and being there, adding to it from like a supportive um, cheerleader kind of perspective. Like there I am, I can still be a part of this to support it, to watch it thrive, to encourage and all of that, but I'm not um, bringing all of that stuff from the past. It's no longer like so connected or so tied to me and and to its past. And I really kind of handed over. And that was like such a beautiful ceremony because it kind of got everything straight in my logical mind, I suppose, of like what this looks like now and what my role is with that company now and what my role is with remotely. And all of this work really you know, frees me up to really step into Gromotely and step into what I'm doing there, um, mm-hmm. which is so important as well. Like I've totally felt my energy shift and I know my team have, they've said it like, oh, this is great. Like you're in a, you're totally shifted in 2021 because I wasn't like diverted with half of my energy going elsewhere and they're feeling me show up in a different way. Um, the energy behind what we're doing and the momentum we're getting is like more like a, you know, it's like a little efficient freight train that's going now versus kind of stopping mm-hmm. and starting and stopping and starting um, with my own energy. So it's really fascinating. And I'm thinking about, as you're talking, actually, like we've had a really hard time with um, a partner that we're working with to build some technology and things like that. It's been really challenging. And, you know, thinking about this energy and how we move forward, like I'm going to, we're, we're very soon to finish up working with them and it's simply a matter of very different, being very different in the way that we work. Nobody's right or wrong, good or bad. It's it's just simply a matter of being very different in the way we work and communicate. And it's caused a lot of challenges. Um, but that energy is in the company right now. And I'm going to do a little like cord cutting ritual mm. and ceremony with that once we close the door on that chapter, um, just to be mindful not to bring that forward. And I've talked with my mm-hmm. team about that as well. And we've worked really hard to do as best as we can to keep that energy separate from us, but it's hard. It like permeates Mm -hmm. in, um, hence why we're navigating our way out of it. But yeah, it's a really beautiful way to think about it and feels like so real. And so, um, it just makes a lot of sense to like put some ritual and ceremony around some of these things that we might need to end in business the way that we might do in our personal lives. Absolutely. I think it gives us more power more organic authentic power in terms of being able to make those decisions to end something Mm -hmm. but you're right too in terms of the energy how it does permeate through and it's often those little tiny things that can go unnoticed Mm -hmm. you know even if we're just saying oh well they're there but they're not really disrupting us but they are Mm -hmm. it's it's very much can be under the surface it's it's in the thought patterns or as soon as you see their name pop up on the screen and then you get a little tense in your own body because we are it's like the way that I look at it is that it's ultimately all one machine the energy and the spirit of the the company is ultimately revolving through each and every single one of us Mm -hmm. that's involved within it and then anyone that associates with it all the time all of the time no matter what it is and so if it's them paying an invoice or then sending one then there is energetic exchanges and it's Mm -hmm. the things that we're not noticing because you often think it's only when we're having a conversation you know, yeah. only when we're engaging with them and, and only when it's challenging, but no, it's still there. 
and we can't disregard how other people feel about contributing to that energy as well. Yeah, and I think that we often tell ourselves we can manage it, you know, and, mm. and particularly in business, a lot of it is like, well, you know, I think of it a lot in terms of clients, you know, it often happens. I hear many entrepreneurs and it's happened to me many times like, well, they're a good client in terms of they pay us money. Um, they're valuable mm-hmm. to us. You know, we'll, we'll just manage it. Like it's not ideal, but we'll just manage it. And it's such a practice and requires a lot of bravery and a leap of faith to continue mm-hmm. to weed that stuff out and just have those boundaries and not, not kind of tolerate. And I think it's like, you might start with the obvious, the absolute asshole client and you get rid of them, but then there's layers, there's layers and layers. And you, you find, once you go on this journey of saying, no, I'm going to have energetic boundaries. I'm going to only let people be a part of this who truly are aligned. And and the moment I find someone's not, we're going to navigate really consciously out of it. It's like such a practice because you find, more and more layers of it. And it's maybe not as obvious, but it's like, yeah, they're there and they're still draining me. And they might only pop up and drain me every three months, but why do Mm. I even need that? Like, can I be brave enough to believe that I can have a business where nobody drains me or drains the business? And yes, you can have that. (laughs) We can. You sure can. And again, like, I think that that's, if we go back to the snake analogy, that's still us existing in an old in an old format, in our old skin, we're holding on to things, and it's certainly been built off a scarcity mindset, mm-hmm. you know, and and thinking that there was a particular way to do business, which was you know over service, over provide, over accommodate, and just stay silent if it wasn't working, as long as there was money, because that was really the way that we would measure all success was just through that. But you know, whereas we're starting to look more into the nitty gritty of of high performance or performance within teams, even like what I've recognised in terms of client engagement and, and the relationships there is, if there's one sour client in there for whatever reason, my the performance of the entire team, the happiness of the team just goes down. We cannot flow the same way. It's it's like this this disruption. And even if it is only for a day until we solve it, that should never have happened in the first place. And, you know, I certainly, when I was doing more of like the sales role and engaging with, you know, um, new prospects and clients and talking to them about everything, I positioned myself as what I was saying. I was like the gatekeeper of like the energy now. Okay. Well, what, if whatever's coming through and whoever we want to engage with, we want to make sure that it is in, in the best kind of alignment that we possibly can so that we're not like, so that those standards are set. And so that we know that that energetic engagement is going to be at its optimal because I could see the ripple effect if not in -hmm. terms of the team and then being able to manage the entire energy. That's amazing. And I really see the transformation that you're making and the type of clients that are calling in, even through me, like I'm starting to get referrals Mm -hmm. that I'm passing on to you that I'm like, wow, this is exactly the kind of client that Grow My Team wants and needs to be working with. And it's fascinating the way you guys have shifted, you've been brave enough and I'm, it's coming through me still. Like I'm experiencing the right types of people approaching me. I mean, lots of people know about this business and from time to time will contact me and say, Hey, can you guys help? And I'll forward them on to you. But even that Mm. is changing. Like it's very, it's very incredible and very fascinating. And I mean, the brand is shifting. You guys are communicating what you're doing. Like, yeah, it's so amazing and so inspiring. Um, Mm. Yes. So I think um, we'll, start to wrap up now. I think that was a really good kind of catch up for everybody on where we're at, where we've been, the journey we've been on. Um, and moving forward, we'll basically just be talking through more 
things that are actually going on for us right now. So things that we're actually, um, you know, concepts potentially that we're kind of moving through and experiencing and exploring um, because that's the kind of conversations that we're always having. So Mm -hmm. we're going to be having them online now instead of offline so that other people can be privy to them. But yeah, today was a good recap of where we've been at. Um, I'm super grateful. I think just to finish like birthing Luca has absolutely been this huge transition for me. And it really kind of did, I think, put a line in the sand of of my involvement with Grow My Team in a way as well. I think we moved, we were mm. already there, but it kind of, it just gave some finality because I took three weeks off pretty much of both companies of doing absolutely nothing. And three weeks is a long time in a fast growing company. <laughs> and so by the time I came back to Grow My Team, it was like, yeah, there's there's nothing really there. They don't need me anymore, <laughs> which is <laughs> awesome. Um, and it was just so beautiful to see where you guys have gotten to as well. Um, and likewise, you know, my company Gromotely has really exp- exploded in that three week period. We've managed to, you know, we've we've gotten our first companies posting jobs on the platform. We're now live. We moved out of mm. public beta, uh, private beta into public beta. Like a lot has happened in that time. So it was just a really beautiful transition point in my life. I think where I needed to step back from a lot of things. I needed to step back from remotely a little bit. I was finding myself very up in everybody's face kind of just in that very early stage company energy where I was like, Oh my goodness. Like I'm trying to literally trying to, personally push every single part of the business forward, um, which was resulting in me stepping on people's toes and getting, you know, it's not very empowering when you do that as a leader. So (laughs) my team were happy to, I I blame it on some of the nesting energy that comes with the ladies. Yeah, there you go. So you've got a something to blame. But it it is true though. There was this obsessive kind of energy that came about that I have an amazing, um, assistant who comes to my house and she has my house so freaking organized that I couldn't, I think that nesting energy often goes into like setting up the baby's room or cleaning out the mm-hmm. the house and things like that. I, I didn't have anything to do because she had done all that. And so I did it in the company and I, I would have these like obsessive bursts of energy where I could not let up and I would work for hours and hours straight, but like loving it and just like setting up all these systems and processes and checking things and diving into things. And my team were getting a bit like, holy moly, like they would just go to sleep. And and oftentimes I was working really odd hours and then they would wake up and there'd be like 50 notifications in Basecamp of all the different things that I had done. And they were like, what is going on? And like, get out of my space. (laughs) So they all all had a good breather for the last couple of weeks. And I've been back for, I guess, two weeks now. And um, it's just really amazing. It's been a really amazing reset for me to check myself and get back into that strategy, vision, leadership. Like that's Mm. my role as CEO. That's where I need to stay and remember that I've hired incredible people um, to look after their areas of the business. So it's been... And can we just acknowledge, because I think we really need to take a moment to honour the fact that you stepped away from two companies and nothing fell apart. That's you positioning yourself exactly where you need to be. And it, you know, I think it really shows the type of leader and woman that you are that you, you have actually really positioned it that way, that you have this phenomenal team that can take it for you. The thing is a, a lot of leaders, we get scared that if we step away, everything will fall apart. The world's going to stop. Like the, the, everything will crumble. Mm-hmm. It certainly didn't happen. If anything, it's just continued to thrive. 
Totally. And I mean, that's, it's, it's so important. And I think um, we're not, you're not doing it right as a leader. If you are, you know, we go into business to create freedom for ourselves. And if we end up so stuck and trapped that we think nothing will go forward without us, then that's not really in alignment with why we created our companies, why we felt called to leadership and entrepreneurship in the first instance. Um, and mm. I think it, 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 a lot of it is just that ego of like needing to be needed. And if we can let go of that, we actually can achieve the freedom that we ultimately wanted initially. So anyway, this has been a wonderful conversation. I'm th- welcome to the show. I still feel like I kind of you a little bit today, but um, that will shift because we are now co-hosts. <laughs> we'll find our vibe. I will. I will. Share <laughs> <this> <laughs> uh, it's amazing. I'm really happy to have you on the show. I learn so much from you every day and really happy to have you join me in this. It's going to be such a fun adventure. Oh yeah. I mean, it's going to be raw and unfiltered. I just think yeah. about all of the voice notes that we're exchanging. We're going live with some of this stuff. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm excited because it's, it's, it's few and far between that we get to have these particular types of conversations, especially talking about conscious entities, you know, the energy of business and what the future is going to look like. I'm so excited to continue to explore that because I know that we're both in that space of, yeah, how can we best be of service? Mm-hmm. So going to be brilliant to bring more of those conversations to others yeah and to be an example of how business can be Mm. yeah that's yeah because it's it's a journey for us as well I know it's a journey for me as well it's like I need to continue to show up and believe that I can it can be this way it can be easy Mm -hmm. it can be abundant it can be expansive it can be all those things all the time It absolutely can be. But that's where it's, you know, having these conversations around how are we crafting this new skin? Again, snake mm-hmm. analogy. But how are we doing that? Because the old ways absolutely shifted. I know that we keep on saying that the world is changing. It has changed. I think as soon as we just declare that at least, it's changed. It's done. It's dusted. The old way of doing things just will not work. If they are, it will be for a very limited amount of time. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I feel that. <laughs> Thanks, sister. All right. Thank you.